When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. Today, we have ditched our silly little setups for something incredible, Tommy. We are here at the Silverstone Museum with a backdrop of dreams. It is incredible, yeah. Normally, I've got half-scale helmets in the background. Now, I've got real, life-size Formula One cars. What a flex. They're not yours, though, Tommy. I wish uh, they you're, were. Yeah. You're flexing, but they're not yours. Um, our good, good pal David Coulthard's car is there as well. Our old buddy David. Um, but yes, uh, so big thanks to Silverstone Museum for allowing us to be here. Let's get into our 20th to 1st Drivers' Championship predictions. Okay. Tommy, I'm going to kick things off. And I feel like... <laughs> Who could it be? No, no, it's going to be groundbreaking. Okay. My 20th placed driver for 2024... Is Kevin Magnuson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Logie Bear's probably pretty buzzing right now. Logie Bear's uh, cooking right now. I'm hyping him up to above 20th, um, which is actually silly considering he was 21st last year. So we maybe should have actually had a 21st like bonus prediction just in case someone comes into the Drivers' Championship that we don't know of. Um, but we'll stick with 20. Kevin Magnuson, um, he was lackluster last year. Haas look absolutely abysmal. However, Hulkenberg did, did give a slight bit of hope, I would say, uh, at some point during day three of testing. A little bit of a, a decent time, at least within that sort of five and a half, six and a half second gap that they had in the first two days of testing. Um, but I feel like Magnussen will just be outperformed again by Hulkenberg in a car that you absolutely have to deliver if it for some reason works and doesn't degrade the tyres after three laps. I just think... K-Mag won't really deliver, and he'll get a big fat zero points as well to boot. So this may shock you, but in 20th, I have gone for Kevin Magnussen. Um, that being said, and I apologize because this kind of spoils the next one. Um, oh, spoilers. But, but I have already mentioned this on our predictions podcast um, that I predicted that Haas would be the biggest meme and thought they might not even score a point. And while I think Magnussen won't do better than Hulkenberg. We've seen this before. The one that comes to mind is Robert Kubica versus George Russell. Like, I think this, between the two Haas drivers, it could come down to a rogue 11th or 12th place that decides who finishes above in the championship. So uh, I have gone for Kevin Magnussen. Interesting stuff. We now move to 19th. Give me yours. Let's alternate. Alternate, Let's okay. Uh, so, no surprise. Uh... I've gone for Nico Hulkenberg. Have you? No way. No way. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think House are going to have a very good time this year. Uh, they're going to struggle for points, if any. And uh, yeah, I mean, when your team principal is already predicting that you're going to be 10th in the title, it doesn't give uh, you much hope, does it? Oh, no. They, I mean, he did say at the, Sorry, start, at the start of the, of the season. season. Let's, let's not forget, House are well known for upgrading their car a lot during a season. 
Yeah, can't wait for their RB20 to arrive uh, in three races' time. <laughs> okay, interesting. So Haslander very much kicking off in this podcast. In 19th, I am not Haslandering. I'm slandering Logan Sargent. Logan Sargent will finish 19th in the Drivers' Championship um, with a solitary one point where eight cars get disqualified in front of him and he will finish P10. Uh, but no, I just, I, I haven't, I know it's testing. I know that can't take too much from it. But what you can take from it is confidence in the car. James Vowles has been hyping him up quite a bit as he's tr- as as a leader, as a boss. That's definitely the right thing to do, especially in the media. Yeah, Logan feels you know different. He's he's gained five kilograms over the winter in a good way, rather than five kilograms that everyone else put on, which isn't a good way. Um, I I just and then he goes backwards into a hairpin. Exactly. I I. I he didn't show that confidence really throughout testing. He was making quite a few errors. Maybe he's just trying to find the limitations of the car. But for me, I am not convinced. And I think Logan Sargent will have another mediocre season um, and it, it won't really reward him many points. Okay. So now we go to 18th position. And it is Nico Hulkenberg. So I'm not expecting anything crazy from Haas this year, but I am expecting a Nico Hulkenberg masterclass from now on. Just just the odd occasion of a Nico Hulkenberg masterclass. Canada, where he just popped at P2 with a bit of rain. Just changeable conditions. Nico Hulkenberg is very, very good. Um, And also there are sprints. Let's not forget that as well. That's where he got a decent chunk of points last year was in the sprints rather than the main races because Haas can't do a longer period than a third into a race distance without and, and also needed a pit stop in Austria for that to actually work for them. But you know, stranger things have happened and I, and I still believe that Hulkenberg is a very good driver. Um, I just don't think that Haas will be able to give him anything more than 18th. Yeah, fair. Uh, P18, I have gone for Zhou Guanyu. Um, okay. Yeah, I. You really are on the Logie hype train. Yeah, and not on the Sauber stake kick, whatever you want to call them, hype train. Um, I think we're going to go with Sauber this year potentially, uh, like most seem to. But yeah, Zhou Guanyu, it's not really on him. It's a it's a car thing. Um, although that being said, end of last year I was a little bit disappointed with his performances. He didn't. It didn't seem to have that. I don't know, like just. You were you were hoping for maybe that like one breakthrough result or something. I know he would run second in Zandvoort at one point due to strategy. Uh, maybe he's the goat because he popped it in P3 in testing. But um, I just don't buy that that Stake are going to be this good team. And I've just called them Stake when I said I was going to call them Sauber. That team is going to be very annoying this year. <laughs> we but all I don't know. I think they're going to be very good. We all know what you meant. Um, I have gone for for P17. Shogwanyu. I am also on the same thoughts of Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber and the fact that, that, I mean, they didn't look very good in testing, to be honest with you, apart from that P3 on day three, and everyone's like, oh my God, they're here. I don't think they are. Um, similarly to you, Joe wasn't particularly great last year. He should be, in his stage of his career, smashing Bottas, who is just chilling with a mullet and having a great time. You know what I mean? Like Bottas is just enjoying Formula One. He's not at his intense Mercedes level. He is a Kimi Raikkonen, in my opinion, at the moment, in terms of the later stages of his career and just having a good time. But as a younger driver, you need to be destroying him. And and he wasn't. And I don't think that will happen again this year. Limitations of the car as well doesn't help. Um, but yes, I've gone for P17 for Joe Guan Yu. P17, I have gone... For my goat, Logie Bear, Logan Sargent, P17. So he's a uh, P17 merchant this yeah, year. Yeah, up four places 
Um, and yeah, I think he's going to have a better season, um, maybe score the odd point, but I don't expect this drastic improvement that maybe James Vowles expects. Now, do you um, think that that, you know, scoring the odd point here and there is due to the car being better or Logie being better or a mixture? I feel like Williams will probably be about the same as they were last year. Um, you expecting the come up for Logie. And yeah, he might do a bit of a better job. So, um, yeah, I mean, he had a really poor rookie season, uh, but you know, fingers crossed, he can uh, have a have a better season this year. So I've gone for seventeenth. P sixteen. I am locking in the other Stake F one team, Alba person, Valtteri Bottas. Uh, I think it'll be close between the two teammates. I don't see anything to get excited about, unfortunately, for the, for this team. Bottas, as I mentioned when I was talking about Joe, I just feel as though he's just chilling. That man's just having a great time. He looks great. He's getting his ass out on a calendar. Like This bloke is just living the dream. And, and I genuinely think he is enjoying himself as well, where he's just driving a Formula One car, which he loves doing, but he's not being, you know, trying to get every microfiber of his being to, to, to put into the sport and to try and win races. Um, so yeah, I think Bottas will have the odd again performance that you know, at the start of the year last year we thought Bottas was the GOAT thought he was going to finish 7th in the ch- championship or something that obviously didn't come to fruition um, but yeah I uh, I don't think it's going to be a great season for that team and it's just go- they're just going to be a meme team in some ways you know always changing identity and I just feel as though they're going to be quite lost in these next couple of years before Audi potentially comes in we don't know if that's going to happen or not because of several rumours that they might or might not yeah. Um, but yeah I just I just can't see it. P16, I have also gone for Valtteri Bottas. Uh, I feel like, obviously, I've put him ahead of Logan Sargent. I think the Williams will be the better car. Uh, I'm predicting that Williams will be ahead of them uh, in the championship. But I think while Bottas, I do agree with you to the point where, like, yeah, he, he is chilling a bit more, enjoying sort of like being in Formula One and just having a bit more fun. Uh, you can tell that kind of weight of Mercedes has come off his shoulders and he can express himself a bit more and just have a bit more of a personality and enjoy himself without that pressure of being in a championship uh, fight and helping his teammate and things like that. So um, that being said, I think he does have a, maybe like a Kimi Raikkonen, that one or two performances in a year, unlike Joe Guan Yu, where he just pops it like, P7 in a qualifying session you're like where's that come from and then he delivers a good race and I could see that happening again that's why I've put him uh, ahead of Logie Bear yeah Bottas loves a low grip track as well he does Um, so you know when those come around I'm sure he will um, probably perform and outperform uh, that stake of one team kicks out car okay P15 I have gone for Alexander Alban Um, which I guess is quite low down slanderous yeah, but it's weird. Imagine two years ago saying that because I predicted him so much lower down the order. I do think Williams, uh, I do think he's going to have a, a good season again and Williams will improve. But uh, I look at the teams above Williams and I think it will be hard to beat them, uh, which is why uh, he's down in 15th. I still think he will show, you know, Great performances. I think he'll absolutely smash Logan Sargent again and deliver uh, solid and good points finishes and 
keep his name in that frame of those top teams that you know still haven't been decided because he is a name that's been thrown around a lot for Mercedes, even a return to Red Bull. Uh, and I think he'll do that again, but there's only so much uh, Williams can do, in my opinion. Uh, and while I am a... I'm, I'm probably on the second carriage of the James Vowles hype train, not quite at the front yet. I am sat see. next to the train. Yeah, right? you are. Yeah, I thought you yeah, would yeah, be. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay, so this is where I've been chefing slightly, but not in a good way. Um, for P15, I've gone for Esteban Ocon. I am sensing a terrible season for Alpine. I don't know why. I do know why. They tried to get rid of all of the paint almost immediately. So I feel like maybe in the simulations, they... Another putting it back on. So that's Another putting it back on, which I don't know. That's just mixed messages for me. Um, they didn't look particularly impressive in testing again. Testing. But I, uh, I don't know. I watched Drive to Survive as well. And I just... <laughs> it doesn't make that team look like it's a well-oiled machine, it doesn't does it, compared all. to your Williams? It doesn't at all. Yeah. It seems like they... They, they're ready to make some very, you know, is it brazen? Is that, a, a, I mean, I don't know. You've stumped me there. All right. Uh, let's go with rash, rash, red bully type decisions where they just, just cutthroat. Make, yeah. Let's go with that. God, we're on like an episode of countdown or something. Um, yes. I, I just feel like from what we saw in DTS, I don't know. They, they just seem like they're, they're a team that's not particularly, as you say, together. They're, they're just ready to fire blame at anyone that they possibly can um, because they should be this team that's at the front four. All right, calm down. I, I don't know if that's really the case. Like, you know, maybe rebrand to Renault and we can talk. But I, I don't know. I just I just sense that they're falling backwards rather than going forwards now. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, no disrespect to Ocon, but it was very close between him and Gasly last year. They both had their, their, their handful of, I would say, unluckiness, uh, perhaps yeah. Ocon a little bit more. Uh, and I feel like this kind of as always with drivers' championship um, results at the end of the season, it's very close. It's between like a, a point or two, so you kind of have to just go, yeah, right, that person could go fifteenth. But yeah, I just feel as though Alpine have got a, a, a big storm coming. Fourteenth position, Lance Stroll. Oof. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't. Know. I just again, I don't believe on his side of the garage it's going to be great. I've also obviously kind of gone with. Fernando Alonso, you know, in the previous predictions, I've said yeah, Fernando Alonso is going to have a terrible yeah. flop. A terrible flop. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I have to kind of continue on that thought. Otherwise, I'm just a hypocrite here. You know what I'm saying? So I feel as though Aston Martin may not have as good of a year as we maybe would hope. And Stroll was absolutely destroyed by Alonso last year. And I think that will happen again this year. Uh, you know, Stroll's best performances last year were when he had an injury. And then it went downhill from there when his hand got better, which didn't really make much sense, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, I think Stroll will finish quite lowly down. P14, I've gone for Esteban Ocon. Oh my God, dun, we're both... <coughs> Excuse me, you just caught my breath there. You're so shocked. You're by my we're prediction. both chefing. Wow. So Ocon, yeah, I, I find it very difficult to choose between the two Alpine drivers. I think they are very evenly matched. They both... Uh, they were both very close in the, in the championship. They were... Um, yeah, they, they had uh, Gasly obviously beat Ocon. Both of them had a lot of bad luck, so it was quite hard to to maybe judge uh, who was doing what. But I have gone for Ocon um, just uh, in P14. Uh, yeah, I don't think Albi, Al, Albine? Albine. Albine, the new team Albine. name. They're going to rebrand again. Uh, Alpine are going to uh, have a great season either. Yeah, they just seem to be going backwards rather than forward and a bit of a 
bit of a mess. So I thought I was cooking, and it turns out we were both in the same kitchen. Maybe. Absolutely love that. Um, go on, Tommy. What is your next P13? P13, no surprise, is Pierre Gasly. I think it'll be extremely close between the two teammates again. Might even be the odd incident between them. Uh, I'm not just saying that because I've watched the episode of Drive Survive yeah, where they were uh, even uh, trying to... Um, yeah, that was a very interesting insight into Alpine. And while they can say, oh, we're, we're best friends, it did, it did show that there's still a lot of tension there. And I don't think that's good for a team. Uh, at all when, did, when have they ever shown that they're best friends pretending to be best friends you know Who, Ocon and Gasly no I meant Alpine are trying to tr- clearly try to uh, make that message not best friends but like I was going to say in DTS look, they literally said we're not going to get on yeah no <laughs> what I meant is you know like when they both signed Alpine tried to push this message of like oh it's water under the bridge look we've got them together yay that like everything's great and it and it's clear that was that actually word still, for word what they said was yeah it? and there's yay. still so much tension there and I don't think that's going to help them going forward so yeah I think Alpine are going to have a a rough year and um we'll see especially if they, they're putting more paint on the car and getting even slower maybe they've just gone yeah this car isn't working either way we might as well just paint it our brand colors now Fair enough. I have said that before. If you're going to be slow, you may as well look good whilst being slow. You know what I mean? Exactly. Okay. My next driver is Pierre Gasly. So I feel as though Gasly's got, he's got a worldie in him. Ocon does as well, as we saw. Both drivers last year did get a podium. I feel as though Gasly, we, we underestimated him last year. We did. We both yeah, we said he was going to be the biggest flop. flop. Yeah. We ate our words for that, I think. And for me, he's only going to get better as he settles into that team. It was a brand new team for him last year. This year, he's had a year there. He's understood the workings and getting used to Esteban Ocon being on the other side of the garage, stuff like that. And I feel as though he will improve on his performance, um, but he will be counteracted by the fact the car's worse. So that's why I've gone for, for P13 for Pierre Gasly. Next up, because you might have noticed I've not selected a particular driver, Alex Albon is going to be absolutely flying this year, and he's going to finish P12, if I have got my numbers correct. Uh, I think Alex is going to have a great year this year. I am, as mentioned already, on the James Vowles hype train, literally sat next to the, tra- the train driver. I can see the journey ahead, and it's stardom. I, 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 I just love his way of working, his management, and all of that sort of stuff, and I believe that he is genuinely going to make Williams a great team. You know, he's got that engineering experience. He knows what makes a car great. He knows how to win championships with Mercedes. And he also has those people skills. It's very clear, you know, in DTS, again, I know we keep referring back to it, but we've just watched it. It's a great episode, it's, that one. We, we see a lot from him, but also there's the most amazing meme-worthy moment where they're just filming him saying good morning <laughs> to every everyone, single yeah. room. Um, but, but even when we've met him, like, it's not like that was just for camera. When we met him and it was a filming day, he literally went round the room and shook about 40 people's hands to say hello to everybody yeah, yeah, before 100%. we then continue. It's stuff like that that, you know, you might think, well, but how's that going to translate to the track? Bringing people together and to have that harmonious racing team is is so important for, for, for success. And, and I genuinely believe that, that that effect will start to now sink into Williams. I think, you know, before that, he's not going to be able to change much because the car's kind of set and that sort of stuff. But as we go through the years now and this this plan that he has, I feel like, yeah, he's going to bring the best out of people and, and Albon's going to have a great year. Lovely stuff. P12, I've gone for Daniel Ricciardo. Um, yeah, V-carb 
Ricardo's going to get beaten by Sonoda. Well, yeah. Wow. Spoiler alert. The fanboy wow. is out. Here he I is. I know. Um, <laughs> wearing a Daniel Ricardo jumper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how dare you? I know, how dare I? Uh, I think it'll be close between them. Uh, I think a bit like Alpha Tauri, uh, I can see it being some races where they both perform really well, others they drop back a bit. But yeah, the V-carb hype train, uh, I think they're going to have a much stronger season. Of course, they were you know languishing at the bottom. Uh, and if they do uh, deliver this and they are battling your likes, uh, you know, ahead of your teams like Alpine and, and, and Williams and things like we've mentioned, uh, and even if it got to the point where in some races they were fighting uh, those top topper teams. Um, topper. Topper. <laughs> <laughs> topper teams. Topper teams. Do not um, get your vocabulary from us. I was going to say lower top teams. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's gonna. It's gonna be a lot of controversy, I think, uh, if V Cub start delivering, and I think they will. Interesting. P eleven. I have gone for Yuki Tsunoda. Uh, I think he will beat Daniel Ricciardo, but only just. Um, I don't think he'll he'll, you know, beat. I've, I've predicted him being a good surprise. I think he'll deliver some good races. He's improving year on year. I hope with a better car. What we saw at the start of last year. When I don't think the AlphaTauri was that great, he could deliver P11 every race. Um, and that was when the car wasn't great. So if he can compete and have a car that is quicker than you know, the likes of Alpine and Williams and stuff, uh, I would hope. And what I've gone for is that he will score a lot more regular points. I, I'm not under the illusion that he won't have the odd crazy race where he maybe picks up like six penalties in one race. But then equally, I think there'll be some like heroics as well. Uh, and it'll into like, Sandovot? Heroics into Sandovot. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm hoping for a good season. Yuki, I'm channeling some energy for him. So Danny, we will be sending back this jumper that he's wearing um, <laughs> for disrespect. Uh, in P11, I've gone for Yuki Sonoda. I am on the V-carb mm. hype, tra- hype train as well. Um, mainly because... Yes, they're going to have a better car. I think there's going to be a lot of talk about them um, getting some decent results. Uh, they looked decent-ish in testing, but again, pinch of salt. Uh, but I, I do feel as though, you know, just moving in. Hey, Red Bull, can I? Uh, can we come and just move in? Is that all right? Like, just yeah. Like, we're not going to copy anything, but you know, no. what I mean, if you leave the door well, open, you know, yeah, yeah. What's that in there? We'll wear a oh, blindfold. Lovely. We'll put like those office like, <laughs> can blinds. You imagine every time they sign in, they had to be blindfolded. So <laughs> yeah, don't look at anything. Don't walk past right, the this red way, ball. This way, everybody. Yeah, the RB twenties in today. Please, uh, can you put your blindfold on as you walk past it? I'm sorry, but like, how do you how do you share facilities and not at some point just go? Oh, this guy's left his his word document open. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, how do you not just? I just feel as though it's it's a, it's t- it's a tiny bit sus. Um, but hey, I, I feel as though again they will they will take a, a leap forward, and and Sonoda will, will get beaten by Daniel Ricciardo. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers, and if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This episode is sponsored by Tennis Channel Plus. Witness history at the French Open, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May the 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. P10, Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, I feel as though I'm not going to disrespect DR. Um... I feel as though he ain't done yet, which uh, I've definitely got from DTS. <laughs> um, and it's going to be close between the two of them, definitely. Uh, I just feel as though Danny Rick absolutely categorically has to beat Sonoda this year. Yeah. And I feel like he will, but it will be close and it will be a, a hard-fought thing throughout the entire year. And then in the final race of the season, you know, he's 24 points behind Sonoda and he wins the race. Can you imagine the scenes? That sounds like a DTS script right there. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I've been brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. P10, I have gone for Lance Stroll. Uh, he's made it into the top 10. Um, yeah. Uh, may shock you that I don't think he's going to beat Fernando Alonso. Uh, but uh, I don't think he'll have a catastrophic year like he did last year. Um, I don't think... He's going to be, you know, amazing and suddenly channel these performances because I don't rate him that in that high regard, and I don't think he has that in him. Despite you know the odd, the odd podium. He's and not stuff. got that dog in him. As you're, as no, you're which we've said many There's... times is mainly uh, and probably he used to. because. Do you remember that pole at Turkey that he gets brought up every year? Yeah, and the the three podiums that are actually uh, bottled wins, but. Um, but we'll, oh, <laughs> maybe that's, that's for another for podcast. Another um, but yeah, uh, no, I think it, it'll have a decent, a decent year, if not spectacular, and uh, we'll just do enough to uh, keep his drive because it's under threat. Clearly, sarcasm. P nine. I have gone for George Russell. Uh. I'm glad people haven't um, arrived at Silverstone Museum yet because I feel like I'd be getting eggs thrown at me uh, for saying that George Russell yeah, probably. is going to finish P9 in the championship. But of course, I am doubling down on Mercedes going to be a bit washed. George didn't have the greatest season last year. And um, I find it really difficult to predict actually the, the top teams because there are a lot of great drivers. And of course, last Last year, it was very similar that you had Lando, Alonso, Sainz, Leclerc, 
Hamilton. They were all really close on points, weren't they? And yeah, and it could have it could have gone any yeah. way. Like Alonso somehow got fourth in the end, but it could have easily been seventh. It was it was crazy, and I I really do feel like it'd be like that again. Um, so it's not as harsh as it sounds, um, but I have predicted in P nine, which is a bit harsh. But uh, I don't think he's going to be like miles off the the next eight. So drivers. you're not going to say that you know Mercedes are going to give him preferential treatment and. Uh thrust himself up that championship order with some uh, some nice little undercuts. They might, but um, I think that Hamilton is a much better driver. Fanboy. Fanboy, yeah. yeah no. Crazy, crazy British bias. <laughs> One Brit over <laughs> another. <laughs> uh, P9 for me, I have gone for Fernando Alonso. You're not going to like that. You're not going to like that, but... Uh, look, he's still going to outperform the car. He's still going to have miraculous moments, I'm sure. Uh and again, I have to lo- I have to go with what I've said, which I think is Aston Martin not going to have a great year. Otherwise, I mean, I could just, to be fair, there are some things I'm definitely going against, which you'll find out at the end of this 20th to 1st uh, in my previous predictions, just purely because I have to spread my eggs somehow. If I just go on this Delulu train, then we're in big trouble. Um, but I do think that Alonso might struggle a little bit more uh, than, than what we saw last year. Aston Martin came out the blocks firing and they had a car that was unbelievable. But what they clearly struggled with was developing that car and being able to stay with the other teams that were upgrading and developing and getting faster so yeah i think alonso p9 but yeah i I still think he'll get the odd podium or two p8 george russell yep i uh mercedes i think are the hardest team to read in the world when it comes to practice sessions testing anything just purely because they never seem to show their hand that often. Um, and you so, don't really know how good they are as well because they they push a narrative of, oh, we're awful and we're not where we want to be and then they finish second in the constructors' title. Exactly, exactly. So they do utilize every single last point. They are a, a well-oiled machine in that sense, apart from when they're fighting for the win of Verstappen against Verstappen in, in Cota. And uh, we'll get on to that, you know, I'm sure in uh, some sort of reflection five years from now about how they bottled that win. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel as though Mercedes might well be beaten again by McLaren. I think they'll be beaten by Ferrari this year. Um, and that puts them down, you know, that puts them down around the seventh, eighth mark. So, yep, Russell for me, P8. P8, I have gone for Oscar Piastri. Um, yeah, I think Piastri is going to have a, a good year. I think he'll improve um, his race performances, which is what, what let him down last year. But uh, if you'd have asked me to predict the tight, the championship order before we saw testing, I think I'd have maybe put McLaren quite a bit higher and been on that um, hype train. But I know, I know it's only testing, but maybe I've just, it, I could be completely wrong. Like, we all know this. Like, we don't know how the season's going to pan out. Like, none of us could have Wait, predicted. Wait, No, I oh, know. Is this crazy. not a review of the 2024 F1 season? I know we're, we're experts. Are these predictions? It's almost like we can't get 20 to first exactly right. Otherwise, uh, we might. I'd be a multimillionaire. We might. Um, Should we put an accumulator? <laughs> yeah. Imagine put our money where our mouth is, just in right. case. Um, yeah. Oscar Piastri is going to have a good year, but I'm just not on the the hype train of McLaren like I was before. I don't think they're going to be like awful. Uh, I certainly hope they're not going to be as bad as they were at the start of Bahrain, but uh, I'm, I, I don't feel like they're, they're going to be uh, a team that's going to be challenging like Red Bull or, or something at the start, the start of the season. And that might suffer for them a bit. 
P7, I have gone for Fernando Alonso. Dun, dun, dun. I've, I've persuaded you. You, you've been derailed. What do you mean? Or do you just think it's going to be really close and it's going to be on the other, other end of the, uh, the sort of I think it is seventh. going to be very close. I've not, I personally think Alonso will have quite a good start to the year. Um, I don't think Aston Martin is so hard to predict second to fifth teams and how close that's going to be between them. Um, but Fernando Alonso, we know, we know that he's going to get the maximum out of the car and will have that insane consistency and grab points, which is why, while I don't think Aston are going to be amazing throughout the whole year, I think Fernando Alonso's consistency will take him to that, that next level, which is why, obviously, he's um, ahead of a Piastri and a Russell, which maybe have a car just as good, um, if not a bit better, but Alonso has that like metronomic consistency. Um, so, yeah. I hope I'm wrong and Will he that wins stay? the championship. Will that stay in his 40s? Will it continue to be metronomic? Or, you know, when does, he, when does he start to fall off? But then he has said um, that his, all of his biological like, stats and tests that he's had shows that he's pretty he's much de-aging. a big performance still. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, to be fair, he does genuinely look like he's de-aging as well. P7. A certain fan base aren't going to like this one. I've gone for Lewis Hamilton. I, uh, I think Mercedes... And Lewis Hamilton, that is gonna, they're actually going to have quite a mediocre year this year. Um, as much as they do perform, I just, I've lost faith in them a little bit in, in the sense of building they're them a great car. They're my biggest flop pipe train. I, see, look, I'm convincing you of stuff, you're convincing me of stuff. And together, <laughs> we're being completely delusional. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah. but yeah, I think with Hamilton, it's not the fact that he will drive badly. I just feel like he'll be limited by his machinery. Hamilton was great last year, did a lot of incredibly consistent, great performances, a lot of podiums. Um, but yeah, I just I can just see it being this kind of thank God it's over kind of um, interview in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. You know, there's going to be, so Lewis, you know, another sort of disappointing year for Mercedes. You know, you're looking forward to next year with Ferrari and he'll be like, yeah, yeah. can't wait to get in there. Reigning champions Ferrari. Yeah? Oh, spoiler. Stop it. Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so sorry to all Lewis Hamilton fans out there. They normally take it well, so it's fine. Yeah, can't wait. Sixth place, Oscar Piastri. Uh, I am on the McLaren hype train, and I will continue to be on the McLaren hype train until they double DNF in Bahrain. Uh, Piastri will have a better year, I think, similarly to you, Tommy. I just feel as though his car potentially will be a little bit better than maybe you're believing. Um, he has to improve his race pace this year, and I'm sure with a year under his belt and the data and figuring out maybe Lando Norris's driving style slightly, if that's going to help him, all of those combinations and factors will allow him to be slightly better in the races because it, it was, and I think went under the radar, slightly worrying how much slower he was than Lando in some occasions towards the end of the year. Uh, in the races, not in qualifying. I think he was brilliant in qualifying. Um, so closing that gap is something he has to do, and I think he will do. Um, but yeah, he won't beat uh, Lando Norris in the championship. Speaking of Lando Norris, P6, I have gone for Lando Norris. Holy cow. I know. Um, I think, like Piastri, uh, it's it's more on... It's just something about the vibes at McLaren. I'm just not just not feeling it after testing. And if you're wearing you've... orange. I know. Not papaya, though, but you're wearing no. orange. 
don't get don't me started on that every time i say the mclaren's orange even if i predict it a 10 out of 10 livery i still get the it's papaya how dare you um yeah the uh, just not i'm just not feeling mclaren for some reason um end of last year i'd have said yeah landon Norris probably maybe like p3 in the title or something like that or, or right up there um but now yeah for whatever reason could be totally wrong but vibes aren't there you're going to eat your words. I know we're going to reflect on this at the end of the year, and I'm going to go, you went for P6, Lando Norris. Uh, but don't worry. You know, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe I'll eat my words. Maybe we'll both eat our words and they finish 12th and 14th in the championship or something. Maybe. P5, I have gone for Carlos Sainz. Ooh. Um, I think Ferrari going to be good. Um, Carlos will have another year very similar to how he has this year where i think he's a bit more consistent uh goes under the radar a bit uh won't have those high highs that leclerc has but will be a, a solid driver and score a lot of points and um, i'm hoping will uh, impress one of the the top teams because yeah he does he deserves to be in a a good car um and of course he doesn't have a seat at the moment no, he doesn't. Time of recording. And I really hope he doesn't end up at the meme team, but I think he might. Uh, P5 for me as well, Carlos Sainz. Uh, I feel as though... I, don't know, I think it's going to be really close between him and Leclerc, spoiler, because uh, Sainz has shown every reason to, for everyone to believe that he is minimally worse than Charles Leclerc. In, in, yeah. It's probably not the best way of trying to give him a compliment, but I, I feel as though he is comparable to Charles Leclerc. Last year, uh, he was incredibly impressive. You know, that... that that goes under the radar, I think, how close they actually are. Yeah, in the especially when Charles Leclerc is considered to be this upcoming world champion. Yeah, exactly. This, that, and the other. You know, such a qualifying master and all of this. Carlos, you know, at the big moments, he's the one that delivered last year. I, you know, it hurts to say it out loud, but you know, he got pole at Monza. He won Singapore. You know, there were these big key highlight moments that I don't feel like he gets enough respect for. No. Um, but yes. Uh, Saying that, he's still going to finish behind Charles Leclerc in the championship. <laughs> Were you going to say anything else there, let's be honest? No, I, I can't not, you know, I need to back my boy. P4, backing my boy, Charles Leclerc. Uh, he's going to be fourth for, for Charles this year. Um, again, it's going to be, I think it's going to be very close between sort of fifth to maybe even second, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I still don't fully trust that ferrari are going to i think it's because i'm hurt i'm i'm emotionally bruised. drained yeah. bruised damaged from from ferrari i just don't trust them in the race whether that's due to reliability pit stops which weren't too bad last year but there were still some big moments and just tire degradation and drivability of the car which they keep saying you know it's improved for this year how much it's going to be improved when you've got the likes of red bull looking absolutely unbelievable I just, I just don't think they're going to be as close. I would love for me to be wrong. Genuinely, I would, I would happily eat my words if Charles Leclerc becomes world champion. Please, I will lose all the points. Um, but yeah, P4 for me. P4, I have gone for Lewis Hamilton, which is quite high up for when I said Mercedes would be washed and biggest flop. Does this make Mercedes' biggest flop if Lewis Hamilton finishes fourth in the drivers? Or are you spreading your eggs here? Uh... No, I still think they're going to be uh, not great, uh, which is why Russell's down in ninth. But I'm just trying to cover off whether you're going to get both points here, Tommy. <laughs> well, we'll find out at the end of the season. Uh, uh, I will argue it 
uh, how it works, but I think Hamilton will deliver in the Mercedes uh, like Alonso. Um, he is that driver that delivers amazing consistency. Last year, I don't think that Mercedes was... No, no way was it clear of Aston Martin, McLaren and Ferrari, yet Hamilton so easily finished third in the end, in, and that included his disqualification as well. And there was points where he somehow, it would have been a minor miracle that he could have beaten Perez to second. And I think that is Hamilton doing what Hamilton does, where he just extracts the most. And it's a shame because we want to see him win again, but he he is that kind of driver that will be like second, second, second in, in races and third at the moment when like the car's not there and like deliver the maximum of the car. Um, and that is why I think that he'll score a lot of points, even though I'm not trusting massively in Mercedes. Um, and that's why Hamilton is fourth. Let me pose a question to you then. Okay. You know, we're only human. And I guess maybe something that I believe could happen. You know, Lewis Hamilton rolls out the, the, the blocks in round one, Bahrain. Mercedes are rubbish. You know, they're finishing seventh and eighth. Can he have the same motivation as what he had last year, potentially, you know, where he was maximizing all these results? Can he still dig deep for another year with Mercedes knowing he's leaving if that car isn't where it was and it's the evil sister part two? Yes. Uh, I don't think it's in his nature to just sort of, uh, you know, it, it will be difficult, but McLaren in 2012... Um, you know, he knew he was going to, to Mercedes and he was still uh, delivering at the end. Um, I'm not a, saying he wouldn't no, try. I'm not, I'm not I'm saying, saying he's not trying. I know would what you he mean. be the last person in the garage every night like he would have been trying to develop a Mercedes car that he's leaving? No, but I think he's got the natural talent to uh, overperform, which is why um, I just... I just I, I was umming and ahhing about Hamilton because I do think Mercedes might have a difficult year, but the vibes of like putting him lower down the order, I was just like, I just can't see that from a Lewis Hamilton. And maybe I'm wrong. Uh, we will find out. It's a very out. fair point. I'm already regretting where I put Hamilton. But hey, look, it's fine. I'm locking in the fact that Mercedes aren't going to do very well this year. P3, I have gone for Hamilton's future teammate, Charles Leclerc, up in P3. That doesn't feel um, real when you said it out loud. I know. It still is uh, mind-boggling. Uh, I think Ferrari are going to be the second best team. Sorry if I've jinxed it already. Um, and I think this year they will actually deliver on that on that promise. I don't think they're going to be miles ahead of of kind of third and, and fourth. No, no say they will. <laughs> say they will. Come on, let's, but, let's lock this in. Yeah, I think they'll do a better job. And I feel like Leclerc is going to have a, a good year. There is always that. I think he's a great driver. There's always that um, part of me that he is just incredibly unlucky as well sometimes. And you just think that, you know, like say like when we, we went to testing and it was like, of course, it's Charles Leclerc that's run over the drain cover and things like that. So um, he has that, that in him and there, there may be the odd wobble and stuff, but um, I think Leclerc's going to do uh, deliver like a really good season. A and then. I think he'll get a win. W? Yeah, yeah I think he'll get. Oh I think he will God. get a win. And that will uh, hit like no. no <laughs> oh my God! You better be tuning into Twitch, doing our watch alongs if yeah. he does win. And 
yeah, I think what is fascinating is if he does get that win and if he has the year that I'm kind of predicting and it would be fascinating that dynamic when Hamilton does go there if Leclerc's delivered this amazing, you know, uh, season and, and has done a really good job because how does it then shift that like Hamilton's coming into his team when he's like Leclerc's delivered and been like that that number one driver there. So I'm already getting ahead of myself for that, but I am so excited. Yeah, this is the 2024 <laughs> Drivers' Championship predictions, not 2025. That one's going to be spicy. Oh my goodness me! Um, I do think about it almost every single time I go to bed about Charlotte Leclerc and Lewis Hamilton being teammates. In third, Lando Norris. So I've gone back on him winning the World Drivers' Championship. I'm spreading my eggs because the predictions won previously was vibes. You know what it's I mean? One formula, it's one formula, one point five. It's you know. I need to make sure that I cover off some bases here. And this one, I you know, if I don't win the other predictions, I want to win this one. Um, so yeah, Lando Norris, P3, I think he's going to have a fantastic year this year. Last year, there were some moments that I'm sure he will hopefully have learned from. But I just, I just think that when that McLaren works, Lando is unbelievable. Like he showed on so many occasions last year, especially in that second half, as soon as that McLaren got good, he led the British Grand Prix. Like yeah. he... I just, McLaren, I know you're listening to this. McLaren, please, please. give him a good car because if he, if he, if he is given one, he will win races and he will get that duck off his back and it will be great. Okay. So please, for the love of God, Mando Norris, have a good car. P2. I wonder what I've gone for. Oh. Sergio Perez. We'll finish P2 in the Drivers' Championship. Um, I. He has to have a better year than last year, and I feel like he will, to a degree. I don't think he's going to start winning 10 races this year. The car looks very scary, so that's going to play into Sergio Perez's hands if he's got an even bigger buffer to the teams behind, which literally makes me want to cry thinking about that. Uh, but yes, I think Perez will still will secure another double Red Bull 1-2 uh, on, the, on the bounce, um, but will he keep his seat? That is the question. I'll do my P2 now. Because, Go on. Uh, yeah, and it will shock you to hear that I've also gone for Sergio Perez. Um, yeah, I've seen I've seen some people put Perez like really low down in predictions and things. And Which it, is absolutely yeah, ridiculous. I think unless he loses his race seat halfway through the year, like look at, look at last season, right? He finished P2 in the title and we were still talking about him losing his drive. He had... He had he had went through that season where he had poor results for quite a few races. Hulkenberg had more Q three appearances and Perez at, at a certain point in the yeah, season exactly. we were talking about, and Perez still finished second. Yeah, in the so drivers. and if that Red Bull has the advantage, you know, he will be there in, in the title. I don't think he's going to challenge Max. I don't think he'll have a bad bad of a year as he did last year. Um, but there is that advantage that it looks like Red Bull have. So. I think Sergio Perez will take second in the in the title and uh and do a good job. I will say actually what did play into Perez's hands last year in securing P2 is that we had three other teams that were second fastest. So they yeah, like were when McLaren in theory, caught up it knocked the others taking down points then, off yeah. each other. You know, if you had Fernando Alonso being the second fastest driver at all times, Perez isn't finishing second. Same with Hamilton, same with Lando Norris. Yeah. But 
I guess it played into his hands that they were all sort of getting podiums and that sort of stuff. So um, interesting. And shall we say it together in first position? We have both gone for Logan. Sorry. Max Verstappen. You had to ruin it with Logan. Yeah, That's crazy. Just it's a not bit even Logie. Good banter, How did Logie get slander at P1? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Max Verstappen obviously um, is the safe bet. Uh, you know, Formula E's CEO putting quarter of a million on the line if anyone else wins the Travis Championship. That's how confident he is. Um, I am also incredibly confident. I would bet everything that I own that Max Verstappen's going to win this Drivers' Championship. I hope I theoretically lose everything I own so that Max, someone else can win, but I'm not obviously going to put that on the line. Um, yeah, it's... It, it's so it's hard to done. bet. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to bet against him. Like, it's not a regulation change. You wouldn't know that based on Red Bull changing their entire car. And he said that the RB20 suits him does everything he wants and it suits him more. Yeah. That is the worst sentence a Formula One fan that wants neutral competitive racing can hear. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard to bet against Max. We said before that in those years where the Red Bull wasn't quite there, he still delivered and got victories, and it was scary to think how good he was going to be when he got that dominant car, and it looks like he's going to get an extremely dominant car, and he doesn't have a day off. Um, he he does not. He does not. He he. You know, there's never that moment where it's like, oh, you know, this is the, he's wrapped up the title. I'm going to like make it. Like, Bloke wins slacking. 19 yeah. win has 19 wins last year and then pops on iRacing. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, to win that's, even more. That's crazy. the level that this guy is, uh, is, is at. And um, yeah, well, you'd, you'd be very silly to bet against him, uh, which is what I did uh, in the other predictions, but we're fine. We're okay, aren't we? It's fine. You know, it's just, just in case a miracle, yeah, yeah. A miracle happens. Yeah. We do know, don't we, deep down. But that is it. That's pretty much sums up our 20th to 1st Drivers' Championship predictions. Uh, a big thanks to Silverstone Museum for hosting us here at their incredible venue. Surprisingly, it's at Silverstone. Uh, it is a brilliant awesome venue. Place. Um, I, it's just... It's just great, isn't it? Like, you just look around. Formula One cars, there's the Silverstone trophy there helmet designs there's loads of really cool nerdy stuff up there what's, that i absolutely um, love as what's well what's this trophy right here oh we've got a trophy on the table yeah as we well. need this to kind is, of we haven't really even inspected it this is us for being p1 at silverstone p1 so they've given us this yeah. Oh, really yeah 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 We're what is it home. actually for does it say on the front like what what's it's for winning i know first it's for place winning, but does it say at year? the british grand prix in 2019 pass me the trophy i need to it's mine no. What do you mean it's yours? Can I even lift it? Oh my God, I'm glad I'm not a Formula One driver. Is it heavy? That is, that's more than I've ever... Okay, put it there so I can pick it up individually so I don't actually yeah. drop it. You know what I mean? This is... Oh my God! Right? We've won. Oh, New fan respect. My, my arm just... It's quite cold in here. My arm just twinged. Okay, right. That is it. Thank you everybody <laughs> for, for watching and listening uh, to this P1 podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Let us know your 20th and first predictions as well. We'd love to see them in the comments. Um, we will catch you next time. Won't we, Tommy? We and sure we will reflect will. on this at the end of the year and just find and out how terrible we are at predicting Formula One. So thank you, everybody. And I'll see you very soon. Well, yeah, well, I, we, we will see. Oh, Sorry. Oh, I don't know. It was wow, like, I happened? felt like I was like outroing to Twitch or something. It was weird, but I'm, you, know, you know. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on all of our socials. We're Matt P1 Tommy on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and Instagram. 
You can also sign up to our Patreon at the link in the episode notes for ad-free episodes, full video interviews and extra bonus episodes for as little as $5 a month. Finally, make sure you're following us on Spotify. See you soon. P1 is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.